Welcome to the Young Adult Ministry Podcast. The Podcast. Where we discuss everything you need to know and perhaps some things you don't about how to fail forward in young adult ministry. These monthly podcasts discuss culture topics, interview guests, cover books, and rift on anything else that we feel like is relevant. Hello, my name is Kenny. I live in the Boise, Idaho area where I'm the volunteer director with my local church, Young Adult Ministry. And I'm Chris in Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm on staff with University Christian Fellowship as a church engagement catalyst and the National Coordinator for Campus Mission, which is an outreach of the Church of the Nazarene to college and university students. And I'm Jeremy in Nashville, Tennessee, where I serve as the university pastor and community engagement pastor at Trebekah Community Church. And, and here, here we, we go. Here we go. go. Welcome back to the Yamcast. I'm Jeremy here with Kenny and Chris. And in this episode, we're going to share some life updates, but then also talk. I'll be interviewing Kenny and Chris on a gathering that they went to recently called the Leadership Conference. And we'll talk more about that in a minute. But let's do some life and ministry updates first. Chris, how are you? How is Cincinnati? Um, other than the unfortunate status of the Reds, uh, how are you doing in Southwest Ohio? Uh, doing pretty good. Yeah, the Reds are disappointing, especially after we had some good football action this past year. But now yeah. we're back to reality. Um, yeah, we got rid of most of our good players. Um, so we'll we'll see what happens. They're t- trying to rebuild. But um, yeah, other than that, Cincinnati, springtime, it's good. Although we skipped spring, it's like 80 mid 80s today so it's a little bit warm for may in cincinnati um but we'll take it doing pretty good uh yeah family's good my son is counting down the days to be done with school to be done with fifth grade yeah we've been counting down the days to go on a vacation to the beach so i think we've been counting down since about day 100 um we're finally down to like i don't know 13 days so getting close but yeah things are good things are good here in cincinnati what's up in idaho yeah enjoying life in idaho uh graduation seasons as it is for all of us my daughter graduated college we've visited uh, a grad school that she's going to be going to out of state very exciting stuff and uh, that'll be happening uh, later on in the summer. I've got a son that's starting a summer job after his freshman year in college. He's super excited about that. And my sophomore and high school son qualified for three different events in track at state. So oh, Friday, awesome. tomorrow, um, Saturday, we're going to see him in the medley relay and the four by four. And uh, he's running the 800. So I'm pretty pumped about that. Been laying down some PRs, pretty exciting stuff. Track meets are great. You know, they last for like five hours. You mostly watch other people's kids, but when you get to see yours, it's amazing. <laughs> nothing, nothing else compares. Um, yeah. Are you in ministry updates now too, Jeremy? Is that right? Yeah, let's go for it. Okay. Chris, did you do a ministry update? I did. You missed it. Sorry. No, I didn't. I'll go back and listen to it. Okay. Um, I'm actually meeting with our youth pastor 
right after we get done here, we're sharing with you guys. And we're, we have a monthly meeting now. We talk about ministry stuff, young adult stuff. And I'm excited about, there's a, a small group of adults in the church, older adults that are helping host a, a summer uh, June barbecue for young adults uh, at our church. Uh, coming up in a few weeks and still connecting on Sundays. And we're going to try some game nights once a month, pastoral staff houses uh, through the summer, just to keep young adults connected and then and see how we go into the fall. But clipping right along, ready for the summer, excited with, with work stuff too, as far as living in Idaho, but working remotely in Indianapolis and headed there May 30th um, to go be a part of training week with the interns and fellows that we have coming in that we've recruited and uh, excited to be there. So good times in Idaho and beyond. Jeremy. Yeah. Was there any ministry updates that you didn't want to share, Chris? Um, you didn't share any ministry updates. No, I didn't. I missed, I skipped that part. Um, yeah. I mean, we just had an event actually in the Indies with InterVarsity trying to engage with some local pastors and prepare for the Urbana Mission Conference that's coming up in December in Indianapolis. So that's going to be pretty exciting. Um, locally, yeah, we've got a bunch of college students who, you know, are landing back in Cincinnati for the summer. So we're trying to kind of gear up and some social events on the calendar and see how we can it's always interesting to try to leverage some of the summer activities into some momentum that might carry in you know through the school year for those that stick around um so we're kind of in that zone locally trying to um, figure some things out and get together do enough socially to create some good energy you know yeah good stuff Awesome. Well, here in Nashville, it is hot and uh, my family's doing well. We, we just went on vacation. We went down to the Gulf Shores, my first time in Alabama. And because uh, we can just take one interstate road, uh, I-65, which I can jump up. I can jump on going north, go straight into Indianapolis or south, take it almost all the way down to the coast and it was a very relaxing week. The temperature was perfect. Uh, we were right on the beach in a condo that had the splash pads. That worked great for our little, our little kids. And because we went before the end of most school, since all of our kids are uh, in preschool or younger, then it wasn't nearly as packed. So ate a bunch of good seafood and enjoyed the week. The very end of it, my daughter jumped off uh, one bunk bed and landed on her face on the other one, got some stitches and took it like it took it like a champ though. And, uh, is, will be fine. Like she would, um, today got them taken out and was asking the doctor for extra stickers so that she had some to share with her older brother, which was cool and slightly different phase of life than the two of you. My oldest has his preschool graduation on Saturday so um, we'll be um, celebrating that. So we've let him, he's saying he's the boss for the day. So he can decide what we do for food and activities around that. And he's excited to be able to play. He's like, dad, you remember what I planned for? He like tries to wink. Um, Cause he like, he has all this stuff he wants to do during the day. But then after his sister's go to bed, there's other stuff. Like he wants to play video games 
um, we, we introduced him on the trip. We took the one video game system that we own that I just pulled out for one of our finals events, which was a Nintendo 64. It's the, the only, and we, I had not played it in eight years, oh, I don't think. And I pulled it out to see if it worked to use for a, we did a college like end of the year dinner for our uh, small group and um, had it out for people to play. And my son came out while I was checking it like the night before, came out of his room, saw me. He's like, dad, you're playing Mario without me. And like, that's his favorite thing right now is Mario even though he doesn't have a gaming, really have a gaming system. So, and how he has attached himself to the N64 has reminded my wife and I, why we are going to try to delay him having a full on gaming system for as long as possible. Um, he loves it. So he wants to play that uh, on his graduation day. And uh, yeah, we're, the school year wrapped up really, really well. It was one of those things where we had, some really great events, really great conversations with uh, college students. And it was like, man, and right at the end of the school year, like <laughs> it's a, it's a bittersweet time to like, feel like you have momentum when a lot of them are going home or even the ones that are local, like they're doing internships and, you know, three jobs during the summer kind of thing. And so it's a different rhythm. We're planning one event, uh, each month along with like some other stuff interspersed, but like kind of one big thing that we're going to try to push um, college age, young adults is the exact term, or I guess, um, yeah, I'll call it young adult events um, to try to lump in some young, like non college students that are in in the area. Um, So trying to most of the stuff that we do during the school year is specifically college students it just kind of by virtue of being right on the college campus. So it's 18 to 22 year olds. And during Christmas and the summer, try to expand it. One, to be able to provide overlap between undergrad students and recent grads and those who are not in a, uh, right now in an academic pursuit and trying to also have enough critical mass for events to go well. Um, yeah, I think those are all the, uh, thanks for me. It's uh, will be a busy summer. I'm, I mentioned to the two of you, I'll be officiating some weddings coming up. I went and got fitted for a new suit. I haven't had a, gotten a suit in years. Um, literally the only suits I own are for my wedding and my best friend's wedding and decided it was time to get one that fit 2022 Jeremy better than <laughs> um to fit all my muscles mainly like it just like I needed to let out the arms a little more for the bulging biceps, but yeah, I get something in a slightly more updated style and something that would look better on me. And, um, on a related note, I've picked up exercising more frequently as of late. <laughs> um, yeah. So those are updates for me. Um, and Try not to lose any weight, then your suit's not going to fit. That's that's true. <laughs> it's nice to have a suit though that you can breathe in comfortably you know yes and that was the big thing normally i wear jackets so infrequently that like it doesn't matter if i need a button in or not so i can you know that gives you a little bit more flexibility um in terms of the fit but if i'm standing up officiating wedding i kind of wanted the button to be able to button and still look good so we uh 
Yeah, I, that won't I, be a problem, I'm, Jeremy. That won't yeah. be a problem. <laughs> so those are um, all of the way too much information updates uh, from me, but um, I'm excited. I'm getting to work on some things. The university here at Trebek has got some exciting things going on coming out of the pandemic and getting to be a part of uh, some of those. But speaking of exciting things that we're a part of, um, it was what, maybe a month and a half ago, six weeks ago. Uh, when was it that you guys were in Tampa Bay for the Nazarene Youth Leadership Conference? It was like March 6th. It was two months ago. Two months. Two months ago. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I, That's what I was saying. Had, That's why it's, I'm having a hard time remembering. You know, yeah, we got to. Time has flown. <laughs> get the gears well, going here on my memory. Yeah. So, um, let me maybe try rephrasing that. Uh, in recent history, you two were part of the uh, <laughs> Nazarene Youth Leadership Conference. And as we, I wasn't able to join, um, two of you were there, Kenny and Chris. And as we were talking about content for this episode um, or doing an episode specifically on this, wanting to be able to share some things coming out of that gathering. One, because I want to be able to hear more about those conversations, but also to be able to share uh, hopefully maybe a little bit about what is going on in uh, the state of young adult ministry across USA and Canada. So for those who aren't familiar with it, uh, maybe one of you could explain a little bit about what leadership conference is like, what's the get help, build a mental picture for us of, of what we should be imagining here. Yeah, basically the NYI hosts this conference um, every year. I mean, back in the day, I can't remember when the first one I went to was, in the late 90s, I think, but back in the day, so district and why presidents would come together and a few other leadership folks, but now they've, they've tried to open it up to, to, you know, for districts to bring really anyone who wants to come and be a part of this, but with NYC on the horizon, which will be in Tampa in next summer, um, they always move the conference to the location of the, in the upcoming NYC. Um, so it was in Tampa, basically NYI leaders, youth ministry leaders from each district across the U.S. and Canada. So leadership conference, you know, sometimes it focuses on something like NYC coming up, but um, it's not always, you know, focused on that particularly. But anyway, this one was, um, but Kenny, Kenny and I set up a table to just try to engage in conversations about you know, young adult ministry, college ministry, stuff like that. Did you guys have many, many conversations like how, of, of the people that were there? Like, was it how big of a percentage of uh, people that you talked to are actively involved in young adult ministry? Or was it like, you know, more youth pastors who are looking for ideas as their students are graduating? What's the uh, did you feel like that was fruitful? Maybe is another way of saying that. I just preface it with this. Uh, I was really grateful for Chris's invitation to come join him because in his capacity with campus mission, he was going there, but then was able to, and, and please correct me, Chris, if I, if this needs rephrased, but then in his role with university as well, like it's, it was helpful, but he was there in an official capacity and invited me to come along because he's going to have these college age conversations as well as older than college age, young adult conversations, but thought it'd be a good idea to have somebody else at the table there to talk with, with people so that um, 
I mean, two people at a table, you can talk with more people and just kind of getting into the question you were framing, Jeremy. Um, then we were able to, uh, as people came up and talked with us, we had information, we had you know stuff on the table, we had slides and we were doing giveaways with some young adult ministry uh, book resources and some graphic design uh, partnership giveaway stuff. Um, but I was just really grateful for your invitation, Chris, because I, I've, I've never gone to a um, leadership conference in like an official elected district position. It's always been with like, I'm an appointed role with big picture training back in the day and then barefoot stuff when they changed the name and and kind of leadership. And then I've always gone in the capacity of the last, in the last eight years, um, going to recruit for something. And so it, it was, it was just fun to go. I, I enjoy going to these, but I, th- I think because it, because it's right before NYC, unless you're involved in the leadership with that, unless you, you know, um, are just super interested in that while registration is open for leadership conference, it was really geared towards district leaders that were coming for Nazarene youth conference. So I love that though. And been talking with all those people um, networking with them, connecting with them before this and after this. And so to go see them and kind of land some of those conversations and then meet new people. Um, that's really, I think where, um, your question comes into, yes, uh, I did. And, and we did, um, that was super encouraging to me because you have people that were there as young adult reps on their councils, like, or no, they were, they were appointed to the district or on the district as the young adult coordinator or director, or they were a young adult pastor at their church, but they might've had some NYC responsibilities. And so those are the people that we were talking with. They weren't specifically there for young adult stuff. We were there to talk with them and engage with them about where they were at with that. Is that a fair representation, Chris? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And I mean, generally speaking, so NYI, youth ministry in the Nazarene world and our denomination is very focused on in the States and perhaps in Canada as well, is very focused on, you know, high school, middle school, high school uh, Mm -hmm. youth. Um, So, and, and we knew that this conference would be, the buzz is all about NYC and that event coming up and all that. But um but yeah, there were some good opportunities to connect, as Kenny was saying, and network with people. It's always fun to, you know, either see people you know and just try to, you know, part of what my hope was, was we would like to identify who is the go-to person for young adult ministry on, you know, on every district. That would be the goal is to figure that out. And we maybe walked away with like five <laughs> you know, or 10, there was more 10, I would say there was 10, (laughs) maybe 10, you know, out of 80, 80 districts, 78 districts, whatever. Um, So we've still got a ways to go, but there were some good conversations. Um, Yeah. And in a lot of, you know, a lot of events like that, I think you have to, um, I don't know, just always, kind of play it cool and and have the long game in mind and not think you're going to um you know walk walk away with you know 100% of your goal reached or whatever like that so it was it was great um good network it was intentional build relationship 
building on on you know longstanding relationships within within those new ones and I was, I was grateful for the people that are coming up and going, I'm in charge of young adult stuff in my district. And I just like, I want to tell you what I'm doing, you know, tell me what you think about it. And every time that conversation happened with, with me, I was like, you're number one, amazing because you're doing stuff on your district with young adults. And two, that you're passionate about it and that you're doing anything is huge. Um, Three. Yeah. Just keep doing that stuff and keep trying things and, and keep at it. And you've got the support of your district and you know, how, how can we help you? How can we encourage you? How can we, how can we network with you? Um, those were the fun conversations for me. Yeah. And Chris's coffee. Chris, Chris provided coffee at the table. That was really popular with everybody, especially me. That always helps. And the Kim X go on a couple of, ta- a couple of times. It was a necessity. Um, yeah. I feel like one of the, for conferences, gatherings like that, it's um, you have to, and you guys have done this. Once you've gone to a few, you're able to kind of readjust what like expectations of a beneficial gathering have been. But especially coming out of the last few years of everything being online, being reminded of how important getting in, per- like being together in person is, like just how meaningful that is. I'm sure it was was helpful for the relationships that you guys already had to be able to connect, but I would imagine that it also is one of those things where you like the, the, the cost of not going to something like this um, because there's like that you might not be able to get all of the information, but this is one of the best things to get that in to make the, have those introductions, make those in, like um, you may not be able to get all of the way, but that's like 5% that you were able to do within a few days of, like making those connections that you wouldn't be able to otherwise. Um, I know sometimes it's like, yeah, like it's not like in a bad way, but it's like, we can't not be there. Like, like it's like, even if it's not uh, an event totally for young adults, you're able to like, it sounds like you guys are able to connect with a lot of people that might not have happened otherwise. And I think that's a, I mean, that's definitely a big part of just showing up at some of these things and trying to just keep, young adult ministry kind of on the radar um, for everybody. For me, that was definitely, I totally agree. Like I, I felt like, yeah, we can't not be there. Um, we need to just keep this, you know, in front of folks. And of course there I'm wearing, you know, the Nazarene sort of campus mission hat, which is, you know, outreach to college university campuses. Um, also wearing my kind of university hat now. Um, but it was interesting, and I feel like there's a, there's a surge right now of interest in young adult ministry and churches and leaders thinking like, oh, okay, no, really, we got to do something, you know, and people have, you know, said for years and years, I feel like my whole life in ministry, like young adult ministry has always been like, oh, yeah, we should do this, this, and this, but um, yeah, it doesn't work or nothing really, but it does seem like there's the new surge, a new interest in, okay, we've really got to figure out what we're doing. And so there's a lot of districts right now that are, have some retreats going on, some things like that. Um, in fact, you know, two of those retreats are coming up one in South Carolina, North Carolina, they're kind of doing a joint thing on those two districts. Um, our friend April Manning up in Washington state, they've got one coming up this next weekend or this weekend, I think. 
Um, yeah, so there's there's some good, you know, I think good things on the horizon as we just try to grow engagement and grow the network of folks who are trying to do young adult ministry, provide some kind of leadership. Um, so it, it was good. There was a lot of good conversations, you know, leading in that direction. For both of you, were there like takeaways other than these conversations, information, that kind of stuff um, from the conference as a whole? Was there like a lesson, um, a relationship, something where like coming out of it or like this was one of the highlights of this time together at Leadership Conference? I, I have one that's unrelated to the content of the of the conference. Uh, I mean, you Was guys know. Uh, no, it wasn't. Strangely, Harpoon Harry's. Yeah, that was that. Uh, Harpoon Harry's is always great. I love the meal times. I love the meal times. I love you know coffee times. But just just breaking bread with people was was fantastic. And I try to spread that around, so I'm doing that with different groups of people, and not the same people over. Sometimes I'm inviting myself. With, hey, it would it be okay if I come hang out with you guys? Is that is that okay? I feel a little bit dumb, goofy doing that, but people are usually cool with it. And I meet new people, and I get to, I just find that greatly rewarding. I, I had the opportunity um, uh, to be invited to do the NYI Connect podcast, uh, to be a guest on there. And so there were th- uh, three other people. Um, and one of the mornings, they got us together in one of the suites in, at the hotel and um, JM. And then uh, I can't remember the name of the guy that did the podcast recording, like did all the setup and everything, but it was, it was great. And it was, it was really about longevity and health in, in ministry. And I think it was kind of specific to youth ministry, um, but ministry in general, and like, how do people take care of themselves? What are some things you've learned the hard way? What are some healthy practices and stuff? And so if, if I'm understanding the timeline, right, I think that's coming out in June. Um, But out of that conversation, JM was like, Hey, we, I want to talk with you guys on the Yapcast more. And we'd like to do a, a podcast with you guys. So I'm hoping that that happens in July um, with us. Um, that was that was a really fun and rewarding and and quite. I, I felt like it was it was a privilege experience to do. Um, but that was in March, and when I asked him when it was going to come out, he's like, "Oh, it'll be the it'll be in June." I was like, "Oh, my, that's so far away," you know. Um, I'm just kind of used working to working ahead on their stuff. I know. I'm just used to us kind of doing this and then we get it out in like a week or a month or whatever, you know, whenever I get it out. Um, but that you're more efficient. That's what uh, it is. That's not what I was Talent, going for. More talented. I enjoyed that. That was extra. That was on top of, of everything else. And frankly, I wasn't there for the content. I was there for relationships and that was new relationships and also being able to share from relationships and experiences in the past. So that'd probably be one of my main big kind of takeaways from the leadership conference. Glad they did that. Glad they're providing resources like that. What about you, Chris? 
huh, you would think I've had enough time to come up with a takeaway. Um, I mean, this, you know, it's so it's been several weeks at this point. Um, I would say a takeaway is anything that you remember. Like if you could still remember it at this point, like that's a takeaway, right? Like there's so much from conferences that unless you write it down, you forget. Or even if you do write it down, it doesn't. And maybe it's not a tangible point or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I have a logistical takeaway that um, as, as far as how to prepare to table at an event, um, but that's not necessarily what you're looking for, but that's going to inform my next steps at Palcon this summer um, oh. to try to be a little more prepared for tabling um, or exhibiting or whatever you want to call that. Um, I've kind of already alluded to my main takeaway is I don't know why I still have to learn lessons like this, but um, if I go in thinking I have an agenda, like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to find five churches or five leaders that are ready to launch a new ministry to a college campus. Like that's been, that's typically my mindset going into these. I want to see new ministries at college university campuses that are uh, launched because of church decides, hey, we're going to do this. Um, so sometimes I can walk away, if I don't have any new leads on that particular goal, I can walk away feeling like, oh, I'm not sure that trip was worth it, blah, blah, blah. But if, if I tweak my expectations and realize that, as Kenny was saying, the networking, spending time with people, also just feeling, I had a lot of good conversations, not where only two of them two out of, you know, whatever 20 conversations that I had were really focused on college ministry. The rest were generally like young adult ministry. Like how does our church engage with young adults? Um, and that's why I'm walking away feeling like, you know, there's a, there's a surge in like interest in people wanting to, um, you know, engage a little bit more, figure this thing out. Um, but for me, it was some, the takeaway was, um, I really need to relax on having like my agenda and this isn't going to be successful unless I, unless this, this, and this happens. Um, because, you know, just like, you know, just had a little live Facebook video session. Well, it was a zoom thing, but through our Facebook group with Nazarene college and adult ministry leader folk, um, I had a real good conversation with a couple of people. Um, and one Sorry of those, that. one of those was somebody I met and talked to at LC and, um, and so it was cool to kind of follow up with her and hear about what's going on and whatever. So I don't know if that counts as a takeaway. Yeah. But... No, that, and that, that actually kind of leads into, um, uh, kind of the, the final general question that I was wanting us to land on for this conversation today, which was from LC and then the conversation since then. So Chris, including the zoom call you had two nights ago, um, for both of you, whether it's something at LC or something that has come out of LC um, in recent days, uh, what do you, what do you see going on in the the state of young adult ministry in USA, Canada? Um, and what is giving you hope? What is giving you hope in uh, young adults, uh, the work of young adults, uh, churches journeying with, with young adults? What's giving you hope when it comes to, to this important work of journeying alongside and with uh, the uh, emerging adults that 
we are each finding ourselves working with. I, I think I'm hopeful, um, and I'll be brief because I know Kenny has some pretty exciting things to share about this. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'll, make, I'll make those up right now. Yeah, be, be thinking about that. Okay. Um, no, I think, I mean, I'm, I'm sometimes a realist that leans towards pessimism. Um, <laughs> so my first thoughts are the things that are frustrating or anti-hopeful, you know, <laughs> about this, as far as like the state of our church and where things are at. Um, but if I really want to focus on what am I hopeful about, it is that I, I feel like a lot of churches are realizing that our our longstanding posture or approach to young adult ministry, which typically is like, eh, yeah, go, go do what you're going to do for a few years, get married, have some kids, come back to church when you're ready to, you know, be a little more committed or whatever. You got things figured out or you're done deconstructing or, you know, whatever. I feel like that's generally been our approach is to just kind of like, wish young adults well and say hey we'll see you in a few years when you you know whatever i do feel like a lot of churches are realizing that's not acceptable um that we just can't count on young adults coming back to church after they've had their fun college years or whatever um so i think that is hopeful that i just i do feel there's a little more intentionality and energy around the the pathway the you know young adult ministry uh in general but the trick is just going to be if if we're going to be strategic and and effective or if we're going to you know opt for an approach that is not strategic and effective but is just the path of least resistance or the easier way to do ministry Um, yeah, path of least resistance that for organizations as a whole, that's the, the default, right? Like that's just the, it's worked in the past or we know how to do it, um, whether or not it's uh, effective. That's kind of the default. Yeah. What about you, Kenny? What's giving you but hope when, these days? When you don't have a strategy, the path of least resistance is a better strategy than the one that you had. So I think that if we even had that strategy in, in place, um, I am quite hopeful, but I can also be quite pessimistic about it. Um, because you care. I, I, I really do. I, I really do care. And I totally believe that the Nazarene church is, is wired to be successful for young adult ministry. I just think we have decades of NYI um, providing, providing and pathways for youth but the young adult piece, there's, there's not a cohesiveness to it. There's not a cohesive strategy. And so we're kind of on our own for figuring that out from the local to the district, to the field, to the region. Whereas NYI has that plus the region to the field, to the district, to the local. And, and I've, you know, said multiple times, we're kind of trying to figure this out from the bottom up because it's not coming from the top down. And what I am hopeful about what I walked away from LC with is that there are lots of local champions, both at the local church and the, the, the district that connects all the local churches together. 
Um, and that there's people that are doing stuff about this and that if those all got connected together, that there would be a, there would be a field and there would be a then regional momentum with young adult ministry. I think people are just hoping for something and you, and so they're hoping for something to happen, but some people are waiting for that to happen from the top down. That's not going to happen. I would like for it to, I want it to, I wish for it to, I hope for it to, but I, I just feel like we're, we're on our own. People want young adult ministries to succeed, but if we're going to figure it out, we have to do it from the bottom up. And so how are we doing that? And I found people engaging in that, um, that as one of those people locally and, and attempting to be on with my district, um, I find that hope filled and want to connect with those people. And I want to learn from them. And I, and I, I want to, I want to glean from them, um, yeah, I think I'll stop there. Yeah, no, I think that's that's a good thing. I, you know, when it, I would say, be even beyond young adult ministry, as of late, being reminded that the the importance of the work of the local church, and not just waiting for solutions or programs, uh, but uh, as imperfectly as we can maybe even if we were to say the phrase as we fail forward that uh, we, we figure this stuff out together. So I appreciate, especially uh, the time that you both put in with LC uh, to be connecting with uh, people in college and young adult ministry and the work that continues from Idaho to Indianapolis to Cincinnati and uh, some of the work that I get to be a part of here in Nashville that, things are happening and getting the opportunity to connect together to be able to learn together, which is obviously part of the whole point of uh, the Yamcast is to learn together and uh, appreciate uh, both of you. And thank you guys for what you've shared today. I'm excited for the days ahead. And even as you guys are talking, I was writing down some notes of, um, there's a lot of things that'll be happening also in the next 15 months in the life of our little church family denomination and and how can we uh, try to make the most of those uh, gatherings and events from this summer and next summer and uh, into the future so thank you guys for what you've shared today about lc and uh, young adult ministry any final thoughts as we prepare to wrap up this episode i would just encourage you know if 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 somebody stumbles across this podcast podcast who's you know engaged in young adult ministry um and you want to be part of you know a network or whatever it is interesting to me that our our facebook group seems to be growing um and i'm not exactly sure how or why you know that's happening part of me is like frustrated that we don't have more to offer in terms of you know solutions strategies programs um, and I find myself racking my brain sometimes and, and looking all over, you know, the interwebs and everywhere for, you know, resources and, um, and sometimes not necessarily finding, well, most of the time, I'm not finding anything that I feel like is like, oh, here's a brand new strategy or here's a great curriculum or here's a whatever. And we've talked about, you know, we've discussed books on young adult ministry and some of those uh, some of those kind of things. I do believe that the the best thing you can do is to network, is to have some community with others who are engaged in 
you know, a similar vision, similar mission, and encourage each other, share best practices, share ideas, share those. So I do believe that networking piece is pretty valuable. Um, and I hope that that's one of the things that we'll see happen as we move forward is that there's just, we kind of grow this community of people who are focused on young adults, um, <clears throat> whether it's old dudes like me or, <laughs> you know, some of the fresh out of college young adults who are leading ministries because they're, you know, willing and, and um, passionate about it. You know, I think of just the conversation with, um, uh, Oh, our friend at Shepherd, Mike, um, Michael Perry. The Michael Perry. Michael Perry. Just had a great conversation with him. And it just made me think like, yeah, man, sometimes the best um, thing you can do to help nudge someone into action, you know, in this area of ministry is just to give them the freedom to do whatever. <laughs> like, do whatever. I mean, yeah. you know, you're at you know, I love talking to young adults and they, you know, I just like, think it's comical for a young adult to ask me, you know, about young adult ministry. When I, I want to say like, Hey, you're the expert here because you are currently a young adult and uh, a pretty passionate called the ministry type of young adult. Um, I think if we can just fan their, you know, dreams and schemes, fan some flames, you know, in their, um, I think we'll see a lot of good things happen. I don't think we have to worry about, um, y- you know, following some sort of uh, formula of this is how you do young adult ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so I'm excited about the networking of the community that's kind of growing and what might come out of that. And so we'll be we'll be sharing some stuff as we get closer to next summer about you know, a gathering that'll happen in Indy that's really focused on young adult ministry leaders who want to come together and, and kind of sharpen each other, but also just encourage each other. So. Uh, and if you want to hear more from the Michael Perry, there's two episodes on the Yamcast underneath the title of fellowship. So mm-hmm. they're there right now. Um, I am a product of the discipleship efforts of Nazarene youth international from the local church and beyond. Um, and I'm a fan of it and I'm a fan of leadership conference and the efforts that, that NYI puts in on the USA, Canada region to host leadership conference and the cycles that it, it goes through also in supporting Nazarene youth conference. And I get it. And I've seen those, I've been involved with them. I've been a part of them. I, I, I get that. I think it's very low hanging fruit to add a young adult leadership, um, component on to leadership conference annually, whatever the focus of leadership conference is. I think that's low hanging fruit. Um, we could do that. There are people that want to be involved with that, that also may be involved with NYC leadership on their district. Um, I think that um, when it comes to young adult ministry, that doing something is better than doing nothing. And there are people that will completely push back against me. I mean, I don't do bad things. Don't do horrible things, self-serving things, but like, you know, just waiting until, Oh, we're going to wait and figure out what we should do for young adults or with or for, and then we're going to try something. We're like two years out from doing this. And it's going to, it's like, mm, can you buy somebody a meal and have some food and just hang out with a young adult? Like that's young adult ministry. Like do that at your local church, do that at the local setting. 
Um, doing something's better than doing nothing. Having a strategy, I think, is better than just doing something. And the the another takeaway that I have from leadership conference, and I think from these past couple of years of hanging out with you guys um, as well, is that as a leader seeking to uh, help cultivate, uh, curate a young adult ministry locally, networking with other young adult leaders is vital. And that sometimes that might be the only thing that I can do. So if you don't have a young adult ministry at your church, find some people that do, start talking to them, start hanging out with them, start investing in each other's lives and see what God wants to bring out of that ideation wise for, for your local setting. Um, equip yourself. And that's what I get from this. That's what I get from, from hanging out with, with you guys. And I, I, I think I've also found with the district engagement that I'm having right now locally is maybe, you know, there's district young adult reps and they're, we're going to try some stuff this year for young adults on the district, but maybe the biggest impact that I can have is just helping to network leaders together on my district that are doing different young adult things at their churches and us talking together and me learning from them. So that networking piece is huge, whatever local district field, um, um, region, but yeah. So don't wait, network with others that are passionate about this involved with this, that are this age and get equipped those three things. Thank you. Uh, maybe there's three other things we could say to wrap up this conversation. I don't know. Three or four things. There's a couple of things come to mind. Um, don't wait. Network with others who are involved in young adult ministry and get equipped. And maybe a few other things we could say. Until next what. time. Fail forward. Be present. Be teachable. Sounds good. Cool. Peace. See you guys later. Yeah. Gotta run. <laughs>